Welcome to the Center in the City podcast. I'm your host, Wade Brill, and during this series, I'll be interviewing various thought leaders, wellness experts, and humans on how they practice sustainable self-care and mindfulness. We'll get real and raw, talk about the light and the shadow side of self-care and mindfulness, and how we can actually stay centered amid the chaos and the hustle and bustle of our modern day world. So settle in and get centered. Welcome to today's solo podcast episode. I'm excited to have you here. Just a quick note before I jump into today's theme. For the month of March, I am running a 30-30-30 challenge. And what that means is I am having 30 different conversations with 30 different people for 30 minutes in the next 30 days. So whether I know you, you've been listening for a long time, whether this is the first podcast episode that you are listening to, I would love to connect with you, learn more about who you are, what you're about, what your wants are. I am also wanting to be an open book in our 30-minute conversation and happy to answer any questions, give advice, share resources, laugh, cry, walk and talk, whatever it is. I really just the intention is pure connection. So if you're interested in signing up, feel free to email me at wade at wadebrill.com and we will schedule our 30-minute conversation. Now back to the podcast episode. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about how to mindfully manage emotions. Now, I think this is such an important topic because emotions have an interesting connotation. When we call ourselves emotional, I know I can be emotional, it's kind of considered in our culture, like it has a negative connotation to it. It's not so sexy to be emotional. However, I also think being emotional is a superpower to be able to experience the rainbow of emotions that are out there. The practice that I'm working with and the practice I love supporting my clients with is how we can use our emotions to support us, use our emotions as information and data versus allowing our emotions to control us and cultivate what we call in the mindfulness world more equanimity, which is this sense of balance, this mental balance, this evenness between the extremes of life. Because we can sometimes go from happy to sad, and that can be really effing exhausting. And we can go from this feeling of elated and joyful to feelings of grief and loss. And this constant roller coaster ride can be really exhausting, not only for the person that's experiencing the emotions, but also for the people around that person. And so something that I've been cultivating is more equanimity. And really from a place of an equitable mind and body, it's my belief that you can see life more clearly. 
It's a space where we get to allow emotions to flow into our consciousness, give us information, but not dictate where we go or what we do. And emotions are really important, right? They're an evolutionary trait. They help us sense when danger is here. They help us feel love and connectedness and safety. Emotions help us realize what's important to us. What are our needs? What are our wants? What are our values? What do we care about? And it's really important to think about emotions from a place of information instead of facts. Because as a Western culture here in the United States, we're not really taught how to be with emotions. Instead, emotions are typically thought of as a label, right? I am happy today. I am angry today. I am sad today, right? Even when we think about our emojis on our phone, right? They just kind of encapsulate an emotion and we kind of label it out. But we forget that we change and our emotions change moment to moment. And there's this beautiful quote by Tetnat Han, who, for those that don't know, is a Zen Buddhist master. And he says, Whatever strong emotion arises, if we learn to practice mindfulness of that emotion, acknowledging the emotion and not suppressing it or acting on it, then transformation occurs and we are able to find more joy, peace, and awareness. So this is the practice right here of how to mindfully manage our emotions. Can we begin to recognize our emotions as information and instead of labeling them as I am sad, I am blank, can we connect to them from our sense doors, from what these emotions feel like in our bodies, feel like in our minds and use the feeling tone sensations to tell us, oh, huh, I'm feeling something here. Let me notice it. Let me be with it. Let me not label myself and identify myself as this emotion. But yet this emotion is temporary. It's flowing in and it's flowing out. And a practice I always love to think about in the mindfulness world is they equate emotions to our weather patterns. So just like weather patterns in our environments, they change dramatically. It might be raining in the morning and sunny in the afternoon. It might be hailing in one moment and sunny in the next. And so just like the weather is constantly changing outside, the weather in our internal selves is constantly changing. And the practice is, can we slow down enough to sense what's flowing in and what's flowing out, right? Is there sensations of a thunderstorm inside our bodies? And maybe that feels like agitation and tightness. Maybe we notice the mind is really stirred up. And the more we can grow awareness of these sensations, 
the more we start to recognize our triggers and, and we create patterns in our mind. And we want to make sure we are not just defaulting to like, oh, yep, this is anger or oh, yep, this is happy, right? But how can we be curious about our feelings and sensations? And then maybe say, oh, yeah, I, I might be experiencing anger right now or there might be some sadness here right now. Or maybe there's some feelings of jealousy kind of boiling up. But can we enter it from the place of sensation and know that this is just something that we're experiencing? And when we can label and connect to our weather patterns, right? Can we have awareness of our weather patterns? It allows us to find more equanimity because we realize it is not fact, but just information. It's just the wind blowing in and blowing out. And can we come back to this balanced center state where we recognize we aren't anger. We might be feeling sensations of anger, but that we aren't anger. We might be feeling sensations of joy, but we aren't joy, even if we want to be, you know, especially I notice with the positive emotions, I want to like wrap myself in it. Oh, I want to be joy like every day. And that's great. We can work to embody sensations of joy, but we can't grasp or hold on to the positive or the negative. It's really about seeing our emotions as these temporary states. And when I practice this, I notice I have so much more freedom and possibility. I notice I don't feel as stuck or as down in the slumps. And it allows each moment as it unfolds to feel like a new one. Oh, I have a new opportunity here to just observe. And there's another beautiful quote from Tetnat Han where he talks about us really understanding our, our feelings and sensations. And Tetnat Han says, in us, there's a river of feelings in which every drop of water is a different feeling. And each feeling relies on all the others for its existence. To observe it, we just sit on the bank of the river and identify each feeling as it surfaces, flows by, and disappears. So I'm curious to know, how do you mindfully manage your emotions? How do you notice you sit with, observe, label? Do you end up letting your emotions control you? Maybe you notice your relationship with emotions isn't really existent. Maybe you try to plow through your day pretending emotions aren't there because you find them distracting. Maybe you fill up your schedule so that you don't have to listen or notice emotions. Or maybe you like to sit with your emotions, whether that's in a formal meditation practice or an informal practice. Maybe you like to talk to your emotions, whether that's to yourself or with a coach or a therapist. 
And so just noticing, you know, how are we in relationship to our emotions can be really helpful, right? Do we like to hear them? Is it pleasant? Is it unpleasant? Is it neutral? Do we find our emotions give us helpful information or is it confusing or distracting or overwhelming or maybe all of the above? And I'm curious to know, what would it look like to mindfully manage emotions in your life? What would it look like to create more equanimity so that you realize you don't have to be Velcro to your emotions, that your emotions don't have to stick to you and identify you and, and be labeled, but instead you can be Teflon to your emotions, like a really perfectly fried egg, you know, just slides right off the pan. And emotions come in, give you some information, and emotions go out. And how could mindfully managing your emotions support you in your relationships, relationship to self, relationship to others, in your career, with your health, with your finances? Having more equanimity and being able to mindfully manage my emotions supports me having more clarity, supports me reserving my energy, supports me feeling more centered and grounded because I'm not getting swept away in the weather patterns of my internal self. At least I try to, right? This is all practice. And from that centered space, I can have more clarity about what's important to me. What decisions do I want to make? Who do I want to be? And I'm acting from a more grounded space, from a more authentic space versus an impulsive reactionary space. When I'm less reactive, I feel better about myself. I feel more in alignment to who I want to be. So I hope this little rant and exploration around mindfully managing emotions is supportive. I would love to know your thoughts about what's resonating with you. As we hit the one year anniversary of quarantine, there are a lot of emotions that might be flooding in your system right now. And instead of overdriving or pushing through or powering through, I really welcome you to sit down and listen and observe and notice your emotions, notice the sensations, notice the information that you're gathering, notice the current weather patterns, get a little bit of spaciousness, see your emotions from this bird's eye perspective. Know this is just temporary. It's a moment in time. And it's here to give you information about what you care about, what you value, what you want, what your needs are. And from there, from gathering the information, from the awareness, that's where we can live, right? When we are more aware and woke to to life. So thank you so much for listening. And until next time, stay centered. This podcast episode is brought to you by Centered in the City, a virtual on-demand self-care and mindfulness platform with over a hundred different meditations, journaling prompts, nourishing recipes, and Pilates flows, 
all designed to support you feeling calm, focused, and energized as you live your life in this modern day world. For more information, head on over to centeredinthecity.org and claim your seven-day free trial. Notice how much better you will feel by having a consistent practice to support you staying centered.